Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut your shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is gonna be great. This is Prime Time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Oh, what up? Oh, you know. Good Tuesday. Hey, it's not raining, so I take that as a win. Beautiful day out there. Is it? Yeah. Let's Compared take it. to yesterday. Exactly. Jeez, man. Boy, last night, holy cow. Yeah, I don't know about uh, your place, but... What yeah, was I, going on out there? I thought the roof was caving in. I know. There was some, that was some rain. You know, the rain, it's funny when it rains like that, <clears throat> it it can provide weird noises. Yeah. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. It didn't seem. I had several of those. Yeah, like I, you know, normal. Like, wait, did a gutter fall off? Yeah, uh, like, like you're like, there's no way raindrops on? can be that yeah. heavy. Yeah, and you're like, but you know what? You're and not going I out. Just... Yeah, you're not going out to deal with it. No, like, no, no, I just rolled back over and went to sleep. <laughs> That's a problem for future me. I'll deal with that in the morning. I did, however, have a uh, first timer. I've, I've never had this happen. Although I did get to use the patented uh, Sucanic stick. Uh, a gentleman. Dead guy? Uh, no, but I thought that was my first uh, thought. I had a gentleman in my front yard today, and um, I did think that he might have been dead. That was my first thought. Some dude passed out in your yard. Well, I've got like a, I've got a decorative bench. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know, but it's like an that old. That hasn't gotten stolen yet. No, which uh, and there's... along with your retaining wall. <laughs> hey, the retaining wall's back. I had to glue that together. Really. Yeah, you well, got you got it back. Well, no, I built it. Oh, and then I glued it all together. Because remember, it got taken twice. So now I've glued it. I've glued it down. So if you're taking that retaining wall, you're taking it in big hunks. Screw you. Although you know, I kind of hope it was the same person that did it. Just like, and a little bit of like commenting, like that dumbass rebuilt this wall. Thanks. <laughs> Go ahead and take this hey, too. Maybe it was this guy. 
I don't think he this guy. He came for it again, and he couldn't handle it, and he passed out. I don't think this guy's building anything. So I got a little bench that just kind of sits like in the in the yard, and there's a skeleton currently on it. It's like, ooh, Halloween. Yeah, very scary. And like some pumpkins. So I'm going out this morning to go about my, my day, and uh, dude, it scared the hell out of me because I looked out of the corner of my eye, and I'm used to seeing the skeleton dude there, and so I kind of did one of those double takes, and I'm, ah, it's not a skeleton, there was a dude. The skeleton was moving. That was my first thought, and I was like, no, that's a that's a Spooky. dude, and he was all, like, hunched over. Mm. Not, like, backwards, he was doing the forward hunch. Uh-oh. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. Don't you live, like, in an old person neighborhood in Exactly. Vancouver? I was like, what the hell? How'd that guy get all the way up there? Well, that's what I was wondering. Was he a homeless guy? Well, that, look, I'm not here to say whether he was or wasn't homeless, but... If he was homeless, he was a go-getter homeless. Like, there's <laughs> levels to that game. He was not, like, like seven pairs of sweatpants, a sport coat, and, like, one sock. Maybe he's newly homeless. It's possible. Clearly, uh, his evening or morning did not go well. And, uh, what so time I, of day? Oh, this is, like, 10, 9, 30, 10 in the morning. So you think he's on a bender? That was my first thought, and my That's first awesome. well, my first thought was that he was dead because he wasn't moving. And uh, part of my day was I was going to hit golf balls, so I had my clubs with me. <laughs> and so I first did the hey, showing your privilege. Yeah, I was like ah ah, you know you do the hey. Yeah, there was nothing, nothing was happening. So I I I didn't know. I was like, do I call someone? I'm guessing nine one one's not going to respond to this. Oh, no. Because they're going to ask me, is he breathing? And I didn't know the answer to that question. And he was all slumped over. So, you know, the patented succanic move. Took a stick. Took out the five iron. Poked him. And we did a little, huh? Huh? And then he started to kind of, <laughs> he started to kind of like shake a little bit. And I was my, I was like, oh, thank God he's not dead. Yeah, God. Well, one. I there goes your day if he's dead. Well, I don't want anyone to die. And two, I'm not going to lie. Selfishly, that was, I was like, please tell me. I did not want to deal with it. Because I'm assuming I got to like, answer questions. I can't like. Right. I can't call and be like, you're hey, home. Yeah, I can't call and be like, hey, there's a dead guy in my yard, and then I'm, I got to go to work. No, there's a dead guy in my yard, and I have to go hit golf balls. Yeah. I'll be uh, back in a bit. Well, that's true. I'm, if you, you know, need to talk to well, me. I'm trying to revamp my swing right now. It was kind of an important thing. And I had a chiropractor appointment. I had a lot going on. Could you move the dead guy to somebody else's yard? Well, here's the thing. So I aroused him with the five iron, and, <laughs> uh, and he kind of, you know, he's kind of doing like the... He's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, hey, man, are you uh, are you all right? And he's pretty slurry, so I don't know if he's homeless. Clearly, he was, um, hmm, he wasn't all there. And so I was kind of like, dude, I can't, I can't have you, like, here. Like, yeah. I need you to, yeah. need you to just. You get to shuffle on down the road. Dude. Yeah, so I was, I, I did, though. I was trying to be nice. I was like, Is this, can I, can I do anything for you? Like, yeah. what, do you, I need you to, I just need you to kind of, huh. What if he wanted to use your restroom? Would you let him? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I think I might have done that. Yeah. If he would have agreed to to move it down the road, I think I would have used the. Wow. You know, I think we would have been all right with that. Okay. Again, I'm not like I'm not here to be judgmental, but he wasn't like smelly or anything. God, see there again. Like, you were smelling homeless people. <laughs> well, you know something. Like, you can you know the smell of homeless. He did not reek of homelessness. Is this fentanyl? I don't know. Maybe Do he's just have, houseless. It's possible. Do you have Narcan? I don't. <laughs> I don't. But I did have that thought of I did have the five iron, and the five iron was ready to go. I was like, eh. And so, uh, you know, once he kind of he came about, uh, I was fairly polite. And to be honest, he was actually pretty polite, too. And uh, he was a little apologetic. And uh, I said, can we, you know, 
can I help you or whatever? And he mumbled some stuff that I didn't quite understand. And at that point, I told him, I, I, I need you to kind of, I need you to go. And he did. He walked two doors down and then just kind of plopped down there. And, um, again, wasn't certain what to do. You didn't ask him what was up? Again, the, I wasn't getting a lot of, like, you think we're having a conversation like this. No. There was a lot. Uh, 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 one of those. Hmm. So, uh, look, he moved a couple houses down and then just kind of plopped half sidewalk curb-ish. And then same thing. He was just kind of slumped. I don't know what to do. Again, do I call 911? I'm guessing they don't care about it. He was two doors down, and then I left. Yeah, I think problems like this are, we're on our own on these now. Yeah. There's just no, yeah. there are no resources for issues like this. No. So I did the, I, I will say that I was a little weirded about leaving. Yeah. And then just having him there. Because there's no one else at your house. Exactly. So <laughs> I did the I did the drive around the block and listened to like ah. two songs and then come back around and in a shocker where he plopped down two doors down he was still plopped down there and I was like mm, I don't think it mattered that it was my bench or that kind of curb I think my bench just looked like the more comfortable place to plop but he wasn't moving from the plop position so at that point I hate to do this but kind of feel that's my neighbor's issue now no and question. And then I just kept going. Yeah, no question. You can't control where he plops down. I can't. And after you kick him out. And technically, it's half sidewalk, half their lawn. He's kind of on half public, half private. Because you can sit on a sidewalk, right? Like, that's legit. Can you in Vancouver? Yeah, I think sidewalks are, uh, that, that you don't own yeah, the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> Don't look at me, man. I've got no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, Klondike Will Ortner in today. Hey! Look hey. at him over there. Yeah. All excited. Where was Will when I need him? I'm like, Will, come help me. We could have like hoisted him somewhere. Yeah. I bet you half the people thought that this was me. Oh no, he was a uh, <laughs> he was a very slender, slender gentleman. He would say I'm not slender. Will is girthy. You calling him fat? fat? No, nah, Will's in great shape. I don't. I don't know if I like you calling me girthy. I tell you, Will does not look like an ex offensive lineman. No, no, Will's he all, looks much beefier. Yeah, I mean, much uh, oh. sexier. Yeah, Sorry. Will's all sexy and skinny. This guy was like heroin chic. I think he weighed mm. like buck thirty five. So it was probably fentanyl. There was something there, and I did feel kind of guilty about leaving him on the neighbors. Yeah, don't but, the fentanyl people slump over? Isn't that the thing? They and even sometimes even standing up. I think so. I think the Xanax too. Well, because you really? see them sometimes yeah. on the sidewalk and they're yeah. all they're hunched. Yeah, and he was definitely hunched. So, I, did I you ask know. him for some? I didn't. Hey, man, you know where? Hey, uh, uh, you know where I can? Uh, would you watch a movie of his evening? I'll bet you that evening is very boring because my guess is a lot of him being on my bench and slumped over. Oh, you think he got up? You think he was he slept there that night? I don't know. Or or stumbled I, his way there in the morning. I think he's. I, I, I in my head I had him just waltzing up in the morning. It's possible because he was wandering his way home. I can't confirm or deny. Got a little wayward. Where he was going, where he came from. <laughs> Man, that's um, fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't say that. That was a new one for me. Hadn't. Uh, well, he seemed like a nice guy and. Uh, I will say, shoved on down the road. If you would have told me how that interaction was going to go when I left the house and encountered said gentleman on my bench, I'm ecstatic. That couldn't have gone any better. He was. Uh, well, you handled it. I mean, I. No offense, but a lot of us probably thought you would be way bigger of a jerk about that than you were. Oh, like a like I got a gun sort of thing. Well, just just 
Suki, yeah. you know, be be Suki to him. No, no, that's... bully him and. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I yell I, at him. I thought I was gonna. Yeah. I really did. If you would have, if you, Vegas odds at that moment, I'm like, there's a dead guy on the bench, because that was how someone could lay like that and not mm. move is. And he, by the way, very flexible because the dude was like head like in between the knees. Mm. Like I don't think I could get in that position if I wanted so to. So is he gone now? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. Well, you went and hit golf balls. Yeah, and yeah. you came back. No, no, no. I went to the. I went to hit golf oh. balls. I went to the chiropractor. You were done I went for to the, the day. Gym. I was done for the day. You were out. So you I was had no out. Idea. No. Oh, he's probably rummaging through your stuff right now. It's possible. So no, I bring all my stuff most of the time when I leave to the like I I shower somewhere else. And he knows what here. time your show starts. Oh, I was waiting. He's like, "Hey, Souk." I'm like, "Oh man, hey, it's nice, nice to meet you." So I he didn't know. say that, did he? No. Oh. Again, the most of what I got was a, the, uh, well. This was the main part of our conversation with him. Uh, 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 a lot of that. So, uh. well, Deal said, uh, you know, if you had uh, somebody sleeping in Sook's yard and he poked it with a stick, the stick poking on the bingo card, ding. There you go. Mark your spot. Look, I practice what I preach. I have said on this program many a time that if you're not sure about something, you don't approach it. You poke it. It gives you nice distance. And uh, I thought the five iron was uh, was appropriate. You know, it's nice long iron. Gave me some, you know. And I, I poked with the, uh, the, the not the, the iron end of it, the soft end, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the butt of it. Well, so that could have been way worse. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like wondering if I do come home tonight, if he's just back on the bench. A new roomie. It's like, hey, man, what's up? What are you gonna do about it? What if he did? If he just said, "What I'm just, this? I like this bench." What are you gonna do about that? I don't. I don't. What do you do? You know, what, I guess I'll, you call the. I think what I do is I just take the bench somewhere else. <laughs> you call over Will, and you guys pick up the bench, and. Well, look, I I think again, <laughs> I felt like he was pretty receptive to the. Hey, man, I need you to move along. So if let's just say, for instance, he's like, "Dude, I really need this bench. It's really comfortable, and I like your skeleton on it." I'd be like, "Cool." What if we take this bench and we move it six houses that way? <laughs> I'd help you carry that bench. Yeah, You'd I'd give th- up the bench? Oh, 100%. Look, it's an old withered bench. You know, it's like, that's why it, it just sits out front. It's, it's like something that belongs like in a main farmhouse. It used to be a nice bench, and now the weathermints have taken its toll on it, and now there's a junkie sleeping on it. So. The people are saying heroin. Heroin? Yeah. Mm. And nobody knows drugs like our listeners. So they're saying that's that's uh show the man showing signs of heroin yeah, use yeah. there. Someone's saying don't I notoriously leave his doors unlocked. Uh not today. I can assure you of that. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's locked Roll up. Them up. That thing's locked tight as a drum. And uh, right. a lot of times well, I leave uh I leave the the big fella outside roaming around. Yeah. He's inside as well. Yeah. He'll so, he'll bark at him. Yeah. That's not he's many trying to get in your windows. Not many people are looking at my dog and and thinking, "Hey, let's go in there." Plus again, I you know. All right. The neighbor's house is hey, nicer anyway. We've got poll question and uh we took the whole first segment. You know, that's old school us. That's old. You know? Well, not every day that happens. We usually like to try to, you know, I mean, sports pretty hard right out of the gate. But... How am I, like, what are you supposed to ignore that? I, I can't. Yeah, no, I. That's breaking news in my world. Yeah, you, well, and you live in Vancouver. I live in Portland. I've never had that. Yeah. And you would think that's a Tuesday for me. Exactly. It's not. This isn't supposed to happen. Although we did have a woman Cove. camp on our sidewalk across the street. Well, there you go. <laughs> And, of course, the neighborhood was all up in arms about that. 
So you. But she moved on. You, it's the same sort of thing. Well, just... I, it wasn't my problem. <laughs> it was the neighbor's problem. Exactly, which is why I. T- How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Told the guy, can you just couple couple houses, yeah. man? Yeah. Two down, and I'm good. That's all I need. I need one buffer zone. Two down. Someone else's problem. All right. Uh, well, since we blew through the first segment, we'll get the poll question in. Uh, coming up next, it pertains to the Pac-12 college football 314 on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. So uh, my dentist has an office downtown. Yeah. So he's. Uh, He's an expert in these sorts of things. Oh, I'm, I'm assuming that he deals with this on a regular basis. <laughs> he said he does, and he thinks that uh, your new roommate, yeah. who showed up this morning, was on Trank. <laughs> we've we've talked about Trank. Trank is it's a street drug called xylazine, Zy- mm-hmm. and it eats flesh. Oh, well, we've talked about it before. So is do that I like crocodile? Same sort of vibe, maybe? Uh, croc and Trank and, yeah, I, I don't know. Do I need to get a new grip on my five iron? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah. All right, time to, time to re-grip. And, yeah, someone said, tell me your five iron's uh, your least favorite club without telling me. Well, there's no limit to that. <laughs> I love the five iron. Do you? Yeah. I'm not poking him with a seven. I Come like on. a good long iron. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, perhaps. Focus, focus. Perhaps it was the Trank. I like that your dentist friend. Again, there's yeah. a lot of people He's that are like, "Oh yeah, this is this is an everyday yeah. occurrence." Clearly fentanyl, clearly heroin, <laughs> clearly trank. I love that. We're all becoming in Portland. We're all becoming experts on drug use now. Yeah, well, it's amazing it how so many people are like, "Oh yeah, man." Oh <laughs> yeah, see that all the time. All the time. I got a buddy that lives on Division. Hey, that's that's true. He's you know that's again three four times a week. I have people that swear that they see <clears throat> they see people administering Narcan all the time. Yeah, and I I'm like. Is that an exaggeration or is that 
I mean, I know it's happening out there. No, it's I just like it's you don't see it all the time. I think it's happening a lot. <laughs> well, I know, but you don't see it all the time. Well, I think if you're out there, see, an... see, we're both old and oh, we go home. Time. Will's a youngster. Will's out there getting into it. How many times have you seen somebody hit with Narcan, Will? How many times have I? Uh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about that. See, I think it why? wasn't one of my friends. Yeah, I just it's well, happened. Okay, I'm once... an educator. I don't want people knowing that where I'm at. I don't. I don't want them knowing. I'm just saying, like Will's oh. Will's a young fella, and Will's out amongst the bar scene and whatnot. I well, think, that got a little awkward. I think when you're out there mixing it People up, don't need to know what I do on Friday and Saturday nights. <laughs> I think you see stuff. Hmm. We're just old. And so, how often do you see the Narcan being uh, administered out there? It's not as much as you would think, but yeah. I'd be lying if That's I said it didn't happen in the dorms. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> in the dorms. Yeah. It happened a time or two. Yeah, out there, yeah, I said, out there getting into stuff. What happened to just old school weed and beer? No, that's nothing. Beer? That's gone now. <laughs> God, people. We've moved on to other things. Calm down. All right, uh, poll question on X at 1080thefan, as always, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Wrapping up yesterday's poll question, we asked you which college football team is currently the one nobody wants to play. And uh, shockingly, Oregon won that. Yeah, fifty nine percent. I just think that's I think that's true. No way. If you did that across the country, I think Oregon is one of those teams that just from from Georgia to Ohio well, State fan. I think everyone's just like, yeah. You know like who this. said that? Herbie. Herbie said yeah. that. You know, I just I don't we, know. Alabama's getting close. Yeah, just to me, Oregon's a team right now that doesn't really have a giant weak spot. Although I think you can make a case that they're secondary. Um, Washington State threw the ball all over them. Texas Tech threw it pretty well. Washington went up and down the field. It's just that they have shut down some other offenses, and the numbers are good across the board. They just isn't a real glaring weakness. That would be the one that I would circle, and there's not many of those teams out in the country that don't have a soft spot. All right, Oregon 59%. uh, Georgia got 21%. Bama 13%. And Washington just 7%. I do think a lot of people are like, oh, this isn't the same Georgia team. Now watch them win three in a row. <laughs> well, they might. Yeah. But Kirby Smart, I was watching a little bit of Georgia-Missouri, and uh, they were talking about what Kirby Smart was saying on there. And Ker- even Kirby admits, he goes, yeah. this is not no. the same team. We we have to grind out these games. Well, the last two, the last two uh, versions of this championship team, look how many people went into the GDNFL. Like, you, you can't do this every single year. Like, Saban doesn't have a very good O-line this year. And, you know, look at all the receivers that came through Alabama. I mean, you go back from Amari Cooper to Jerry Judy to to, uh, to uh, Henry Ruggs, you know. But, like, I mean, uh, Smith, I mean, it's just, it's like one after another. And, you know, Michi, it was, I mean, it was like a six-year run where I, they had two to three first-round wide receivers every year. And then last year kind of hit. And remember, they had lost those two close games. And they didn't have one. And then this year, they don't really have one. So, I mean, they're just, it's really hard. You go on these runs, and we just assume that the next one up is going to be just like all the others. And the reality is, you don't replace Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter is arguably the one of the top two or three defensive linemen in the NFL right now. You don't find another well, one of him just because you're Georgia. That said, they're 9-0. I know. And they've only, I was just looking at their schedule, they've only... There's only two games that have been within 10 points. Yeah, South Carolina and Missouri, right? Yeah. But I think that's the No, idea. Auburn and Missouri. What did the South Carolina game? It was, they, it was 10. It was 10. So technically three. So they've had three games. Yeah. But I think that's the idea is, no offense to any of those teams, Missouri's actually pretty good, but those aren't necessarily 
you know, murderer's row. Well, Ohio State's the same way with their, their quarterback. We just assumed, well, yeah. it's the next Ohio State quarterback. If you've watched Kyle McCord play, I'm not here to dog anyone. Kyle McCord is not a good quarterback. If you're Oregon, would you rather play Ohio State or Washington? I'd rather play Ohio State. I think I would, too. Ohio State can't score. <laughs> yeah, that quarterback does not no. scare you. No. But their defense is good. Yeah, it is. But I would I would rather play, I, I do, I would rather play uh, Ohio State. And that's bizarre, but I've just watched, I've watched Washington play, and I know when Washington is kind of, you know, him and Han, it can look a little, uh, look a little sideways. But Washington's best and Ohio State's best, I'll take, I'll take the Washington. So today's poll question on X at 1080 The Fan, if Oregon or Washington slip up in November, where will it be? Washington hosting Utah, Washington at Oregon State, bingo. Oregon hosting Oregon State or Oregon hosting USC. Yeah, I, I think the the Washington Oregon State game is uh, is a little scary. That's to me. the scary one there. Well, I mean, you look at Washington. And you think you, those other three are are? I, look, are lock it up? No, I don't think because I think Utah could have something for Washington. Absolutely, I don't think that any of these are. Or lock it up guarantees. I just, to me, I look at Washington and, you know, you have played. Uh, now, I don't buy that the Arizona game was close because that's, they were going to the into, Washington Arizona game. The Washington Arizona game. Yeah, Washington won at Arizona, which now looks, looks like, like a great win. Yeah. And they were, they were up all game long. They were going in to put it away. They had a fumble. Arizona went down and scored and it made it a one score game. They controlled that game. They right. controlled that game. But Ar- or Oregon, definition of razor thin, right? Like, come on. Like that's yeah, and then they play Arizona State, razor thin game. Needed a pick six. Boy, that game. Yeah, right. Oh my god. And then Stanford, razor thin. They didn't score an offensive touchdown in that game. I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think they did. And so that was just the Stanford game, right? Stanford's going down and uh, and, and with a chance to to maybe um put that game away. So that one, razor's edge. USC, razor's edge. At some point. Like you keep white knuckling these from an emo- from an emotional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, you you just can't keep doing this week after week. Like this was TCU last year, and you just like one of these days the shoe's gonna drop. Now TCU got through their season; they lost in the in the Big Twelve title game, but it is just really hard to play games like that week after week after week after week. Something's bound to happen. And so I look at Utah, although Utah's at home and Utah is so limited offensively. And then you go down into Corvallis. The pressure starts to build. At that point, you're probably a top three to four team in the country. You're already sitting there at five. And you're on the road in Corvallis. Tough place to play. The Beavers are good at home. They're a physical team. They can beat you up front. I think that's the one that I circle. Washington State's a road apple at this point. They stink. So I I just look at I think they'll I think they'll beat Utah, and then even if that's a, if, if that's another close game I would that one at Oregon State if I'm a Washington fan scares the hell out of me. But if you're a Washington fan and you lose that game, take care of business in the Apple Cup. Yeah, and, you're fine, and you're fine. All right, uh, vote vote hard. It is pinned to the top of our X account at 1080 the fan. If Oregon or Washington slip up in November, where will it be? Uh, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about this. Uh, USC coming to Oregon. Somebody text. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Vancouver Ford text line, which can be reached at 503-864-6326. And they asked, is there no worry about Oregon-USC this weekend? And I do think that is a sneaky one on this list. Sure. Uh, so we'll get to that. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. We'll be right back. Time 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 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. All right, Vancouver Ford text line 503-864-6326. Is there no worry about Oregon-USC this weekend with a new defensive coordinator? Maybe gives them a boost. That's from Chaz. I don't know what to think about this game. I I trust Oregon. We've been talking about Oregon. Feel good about Oregon. Oregon's really good. But USC could go either way, right? It could be a total boat racing because they— I think it probably will. You know, maybe the dam bursts and they're just— given up or new defensive coordinator tightens some things up yeah Caleb Williams is still Caleb Williams and it's a shootout Look, I don't know I think anytime you're playing a team that's as talented as USC I get the that that you should be you should be somewhat concerned but you're at home you don't lose at home hardly ever I mean it's we talk about Utah having a great home field advantage so does so does Oregon when was their last loss at home uh I don't know but they have a I mean They've been phenomenal. They were great under Mario. Uh, they just they just don't lose there very often. If you look up their home record uh, again, I'll bet you it's just outstanding over the last decade. And when you look at USC, this isn't like USC recently kind of being like, well, you know, they've they've run into a rough spot. We've been saying this about USC all year that it just wasn't good enough. You can go back to San Jose State and we said the defense wasn't good enough. So I have no doubt that USC can score some points. That I. I Totally buy that. So that should be enough to give you a little bit of a um, of a worry there. But the USC defense, who have they stopped? Like, literally, who? Anybody? And hey, this uh, is... Stanford only scored 10 on them. Oh, there you go. So I guess that's true. So they've stopped Stanford. They haven't, they haven't stopped anyone other than Stanford. And this is uh, the best offense that they've played. Them in Washington, and Washington put up 52 against Oh, them. I guess they, you know, the, uh, I was racking my brain like, Oregon's last loss at Autzen was last year to Washington. Oh, yeah, there you go. We forgot about that. Yeah, Washington got him. Yeah. Um, they just... Kalen Kalen DeBoer. DeBoer, 2-0. and He's uh, Dan Lanning's daddy. <laughs> well, and that is the one of those things that, like, I, I too, agree that, that right now Oregon looks like they're playing better than Washington. They look, they are playing better than Washington, but I do love the people that are like, well, Washington wants nothing to do with Oregon. <laughs> they, they have beat them two years in a row, so... Look, I get it why you think Oregon looks better, but can we give Washington a little bit of credit for beating them not once but twice and once at your place where you don't lose? So the USC thing, it's just – so you're telling me that magically that they're just going to put this all together on the road in no. one of the toughest places to play no. in the country? No, but you saw – like like there's something about the fired coach theory. You sure. saw that with the Raiders. Yeah. You know, they – when the coach goes where something's just not working, yep. maybe a fresh set of eyes can come in, and you know you gotta you gotta do something fast because it's you know there's another game in and, six days. Yeah, and you can't 
and maybe guys rally to that. I mean, they have athletes, right? Yes, they can't make sweeping changes, but they can simplify things. First right. off, that stupid three-three-five that they run is just a gimmick garbage defense that makes no sense why a team like USC runs it. They don't need to run it. You run it when you don't have the dudes. Exactly. They that's have like a, the dudes. That's a West Virginia, New Mexico, Rocky Long sort of thing. It's 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 just it's like it's, the air raid, but defensively. Yeah, like oh, we're gonna swarm around so you don't know where we're coming from, and we're gonna slant and stunt, and everyone has just figured it out. Cool, we'll just run it up your you-know-what, and good luck stopping it. USC can't even line up properly. Like, anytime someone, go watch any of the USC games, watch someone run a shift, and watch USC panic and not know what the hell they're doing. The holes, uh, like Dylan John, like... 170 yards, I believe. Some of those holes were just really shocking. You could have run through even after the (laughs) Pheasant Bowl knee injury. How many many yards could I have run for last week on USC? I bet you could have run for 35 to 40 yards. Nice. They ran for a hundred, I believe it was 176, 174, something like that, before contact. In my life, I have never seen supposedly a top 25 team give up, by the way, to a team that doesn't run the ball. Washington doesn't (laughs) want to run it. Washington is not a running team, and and it's he ran for two fifty six, and one hundred and seventy something before contact. It's unbelievable. There were multiple times when USC ran a little toss play to the short side of the field, and USC had a defensive back, a a corner setting the Washington. Washington, ran. yeah, no, 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 no. You no. said USC, yeah. USC came up. USC was setting the edge with a hundred and sixty five pound corner. What? Like on a tight end or an H back, or there were a couple times where it was a tackle. They ran a little, a little, a little, a little power G where we pull out a guard, we pull out a tackle. And I sat there and I was like, You're telling me that your defensive scheme was to slant everyone away from the run and then have your corner be there to set the edge. Cool. Great idea. I mean, it's, it's well, unbelievable. So maybe they rally. I'll say this if USC is at all smart, and I think Sean Nua is their their new defensive coordinator. Well, they have Co. Yeah, they have Co. So you Odom and Nua. You can't make sweeping changes in a week. You can't. You can't install an entirely new scheme. What you can do, and this is what I would do, and I'll bet you USC runs some form of it. Bring in Josh Dobbs. Is to simplify Josh Dobbs, aerospace engineer, playing free safety. Simplify everything. Play a four man front. Just play a four-man front, play a two-high safety look, and simply say, we are going to be in base 75 to 85% of the time. This is what we're going to do, and we're going to play a bend but don't break, and we're not going to try to get negative plays. We're not going to try to stunt. We're not. We're going to make this as simple for you guys as possible. See ball, go get ball, keep everything in front of you, and make Oregon go on big drives. And then at least you can try to maybe shorten the game because I don't think you want to get into a full-on shootout like you had with uh, with Washington because your defense won't well, hold up. Their last three games have been close. really close. Yes. So, yeah. you know the last time USC visited Autzen? I don't. Not off the top of my head. The Vernon Adams game? 2015. Vernon Adams. Well, that was been, a long-ass time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. This, this is... Uh, I was in high school. Yeah, Will was twelve. <laughs> I was seventeen. It's a big game. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's cool when USC comes to town. There's always a little extra juice. Well, and and you know there it will be a a, a big rivalry going forward because we're going to the Big Ten, uh, USC did not want Oregon going to the Big Ten. I think there's a lot of recruiting um, 
battles going on here. Look, one of the big reasons why USC hasn't been USC as of late is Oregon takes all the USC kids. The kids that used to automatically sign up to go to USC, USC is no longer the dream school. That's the other one to me, that if I were Lincoln Riley, I would go to all the, well, one, Lincoln Riley has to determine and figure out what his program is going to be, and he needs to go, he's the anti-Kyle Whittingham. Remember all those years ago, Kyle Winningham changed his offensive coordinator seemingly every year. I think he ran through like six or seven of them in like an eight or nine year period. It was ridiculous. Kyle Winningham was such a heavy handed defensive coach that he couldn't get out of his way and he couldn't figure out an offense. Lincoln Riley needs to just go talk to someone. We go go hire Jim Leonard or whoever whatever DC you you're going to go get, and simply say, "I am going to leave you alone." Like you, you, you run this however you want to run it, and you develop a hard nosed attitude. I am determined that we are going to play good defense. Get out of the way. And the other one too is I think he needs to go to those old uh, the curmudgeons at USC and tell them to evolve because it's not a cool school anymore. It just isn't. When you talk about the big brands in college football and what they're doing, dude, unless you're Alabama. You know, and maybe Georgia that thinks that you can just sit there and, and be and like live on tradition. USC has to break out of their mold because they are getting outclassed right now, and they are not the cool brand on the West Coast. You think Riley's gone, though, or do you think filing, uh, firing Grinch means that he might stay? No, nah, I think he'll stick around. You think he'll stay? And I think some of the shines come off him a little bit. So yeah, I mm. think I think he's there. All right, a couple more texts on this. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, when we get back. And then we have Jake Dickard audio. You know him? Yeah. It's not a good look right now for him. Why? You talking a, about this NIL deal? He's taking a lot of flack for it. Even though what he's saying is true. Just hard when you yeah. lost five in a he row. He seems like kind of a whiny ass. That's what I'm saying. Like, he was, you know, he was whining about, uh, you know, the, the disrespect when he was winning. And now that he's losing, now he's whining about this. It's yeah. just uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not a good look. It's not a great look. All right. It's 244 on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're talking about the remainder of the Pac-12 schedule. Very compelling, as we knew it would be this year. We're now into November. A couple of other uh, texts here on the Vancouver Ford uh, text line. Uh, Somebody mentions um, Washington getting physical Utah this week. And he says they should win, but that's a sneaky little factor in favor of the Bees. Absolutely. Utah games tend to linger. Yeah. When you play, and, and by the way, there may be some of that with the, the Oregon game, too. I mean, that the, the, they they took some hits in that. You know, Penix was beat up. Uh, Dunze McMillan has been in and out basically all year. I don't even know what his status is. He's got I, a hamstring pull. Yeah, like he went in, uh, was it, I forget which, one of the last two weeks for like two plays and went back out. I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, like when when he's on the field, if he's healthy, that's three first-round receivers. And Dunze and Polk are both going to be first-round receivers. And McMillan was the number two guy before Polk was even there. So, but yeah, they left that Oregon game beat up. And um, absolutely, playing two physical games in a row, uh, a rock'em sock'em game against the 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 Utes because regardless of whatever you think of Utah's offense, you're going to feel it, and then you get to turn around and play another physical game against Oregon State. That's a that's a tough task. And again, what I like about Oregon State is I think if you're if I'm trying to beat Washington or I'm trying to beat Oregon, um, and, and I'm I'm not Oregon or Washington because they can go toe to toe with each other. You're just trying to shorten the game. You're trying to make it a seven possession game. 
and you're just the best way to stop Michael Penix is to just keep him on the sidelines. And the Beavs, whatever you think of their quarterback play and whatever you think about Jonathan Smith and, and going for it, the Beavs run the ball, and the Beavs can run the ball on most people, and they sure as hell can run the ball on Washington. So if I'm an Oregon State fan, I go into that game, and I'm just screaming, please, I would like to see us run the ball 50 times. If, if Oregon State runs it between 45 and 52 carries, Oregon State can win that game. If it ends up being 35 carries and 35 or 40 passes, you're not beating Washington. Deal says USC couldn't even stop Oregon from joining the Big Ten. <laughs> nice. I like that. Look, USC needs to determine well what, what they want to be because right now they're a flashy sports car that's broken down and they're they're soft. And you're going into, yeah, the, big, wasn't you're going Lincoln, into the Big Ten. Wasn't Lincoln Riley's I mean, yeah, those same. teams at Oklahoma were the same. Yes. So someone needs to get that's why I brought up the Kyle Whittingham thing. Someone finally convinced Kyle Whittingham that if you want to win and you want to win big, go hire a, a, a really good offensive guy and get the hell out of the way. Defensive guy. No, no, no. Offensive guy for Kyle Whittingham. Oh, Whittingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're saying Riley. Yes. Go someone needs to get a hold of, of, of Lincoln Riley and be like, look, no one is doubting your offensive acumen. You've produced Heisman Trophy winners. You produce first-round picks. You're one of the bright offensive minds, and your team is soft as s. And so, go just go hire the best defensive mind and give him carte blanche. Someone uh, on the text program brought it up, said that Aliotti said that under the four or five years that he was with Chip, he Chip Kelly never once was on the headset with him. He just said, "Nick, I'm going to score points. I understand. I understand. I'm going to put you behind the eight ball a little bit. I don't want to hear about the struggles. Go." Go, go go do this for me. And remember in that game against Auburn, their defense won them a national title. It was their offense that let them down. And Lincoln Riley needs to do that. So don't give me this, oh, we play an up-tempo game and we throw it around so you can't have a great defense. Granted, you may not have Iowa's defense, mm-hmm. but you're telling me that you can't have a good enough defense at USC? That's on you. Someone needs to tell Lincoln Riley to check your ego at the door and go hire someone that can install some toughness into your program. Some of that, too, though, is when they recruit athletes, some of them have to go on the defensive side of the ball. Because right now what Lincoln Riley does is if you have any offensive acumen at all and you're a four- or five-star kid, he puts you on offense because he wants them, which I get. Every coach wants the best players. But sometimes if you have a guy who's a five-star athlete and he can play wide receiver or corner, he needs to go play corner for your defense. And you have to convince the big boys up front that it's cool to go to to USC. That's what I said. I, Are there I, more offensive guys than defensive guys, like recruiting-wise? Yes. So yeah. More guys want to go offense. Guys That's a good like point. Well, if you're an athlete, you want to be yeah. on offense. Yeah. But you gotta, you're right. you got to like really seek out those defensive guys, pinpoint who those guys are, and well, go no, get them. I asked Dan Landing about that either last week or the week before. How do you convince West Coast kids to want to come here and play defense. There is a different mentality. When you get to the other side of the country, you get down in the South, dude, there's some dogs down there that don't want to play offense. Dude, they grew up watching SEC Big Ten defenses, and they're chomping at the bit. Out here, I mean, one of the reasons why DeAnthony Thomas ended up going to Oregon, well, one was a pile of cash, <laughs> but the other one, well, I mean, look, hey. we, we know, you know, come on. <laughs> well, the other one was that USC was like, you're going to be a DB. And Oregon was like, nah, we're, 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 and that ended up working out for Oregon. But it's hard to convince flashy West Coast kids to want to go play defense. Yeah. And for Pete, the, the, the thing you can give Pete Carroll credit for 
is for all the Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart crap, and believe me, they and 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 all the receivers they had because they had a ton. From Mike Williams to Steve Smith, I mean, they had dead dudes on the outside, and Dwayne Jarrett. Dude, they they had di- di- Ray Malaluga, Clay Matthews, uh, Brian Cushing, Brian Cushing, Palomalu. yeah, Troy Palomalu. Uh, up front, they had Sean Cody. They had Cedric yeah. Ellis. I mean, they had horses. Does anybody up front. ever go to Pete Carroll and ask him how he did that? Like. Well, and now it wouldn't seem that hard. Call him up. Exactly. And bags of cash. And now you can give bags well, of cash legally. But I also think that it's interesting. It's like with Pete Carroll, he would probably say, well, it's different chewing his gum. He'd be like, ah, it's yeah. a different time. And we just had, you know, all those kids in SoCal. We just kept all those guys, right? Dan Lanning's doing it. Well, but I'm just saying, like, now with NIL, like, you can get anybody from any. I, I think they recruit nationally they more do. than ever. Yeah. Right? So so that's not an excuse. You can't no. just say, oh, Oregon's poaching all the SoCal kids. There's kids everywhere. Yeah. And you have NIL, you bunch of money at USC. Yep. So why does Lincoln Riley not just call Pete Carroll and go, dude, how did you do it? <laughs> I will do it that way. That's why I think it's really smart that Oregon went and got a guy like Dan Lanning. I think when Lanning sits in a in a in a room with kids, I think he sells them a vision of a bunch of rabid dogs down at Georgia winning national titles and winning it by putting eight guys in the first round off of a defense. And I think people are listening. And I think when Lincoln Riley goes there and sells something to a, to a defensive minded kid, he looks at it and goes, you, you, USC defense. The last time that USC was relevant on defense was under Pete Carroll. That's been a long ass time. And I, I just think, I think it's an uphill battle for USC to sell those five-star kids right now that, Hey, I can go play at Oregon. I can go play at Georgia. I can go play at Alabama. I can go play at Ohio State. Washington has had this battle too. Um, who's the defensive end for uh, uh, Ohio State? JT uh, uh, Talamal. Ta- yeah, he's from Eastside Catholic. Yeah, he he's from Bellevue. He's from Bellevue. <laughs> Number yeah. one recruit in the country. Yeah, and 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 he grew up being a Washington fan. But that kid wants to go be a first-round defensive uh, defensive player. And Washington, by the way, had a pretty good defensive rep. I mean, they they put guys in, in the NFL from Vita Vea to Shaq Thompson. They put that, and they still couldn't keep him. Like, it's it's just hard sometimes on the West Coast to keep those kids when, you have, when you're that much of a stud recruit. It's like being a if – a, if I'm a big stud basketball player – and and I got Kentucky and I got Kansas and I got Duke calling me and then out here in the West we're like well you know you can stay out here and play, and Lanning has convinced those kids, and you hear it all the time when these five star you know defensive players commit to it like there there there's like this talk of they're building the bully up there and it, and if if what USC is not careful you got you've got a bully being built above you right now that's cooler than you that's sexier than you and right now they're tougher than you. And that's that's problematic for him. All right, let's listen to Jake Dickert audio, who says the worst is to come for the bees and the cougs. We'll get to that next on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.